Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Oh, God, here it comes. And away we go. Oh, hot, 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 oh, hot. Oh, man. Hot, 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 I don't want to know what your tour is planning. No. We just heard from Toledo. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Oh, yes. I didn't see it. Yeah, you got it, too. Oh, no. Still seven hours from Bangkok. International (laughs) travel is awesome. He's seven hours from his destination. We've been talking about him leaving since 5 a.m. yesterday. Two more hours in Tokyo. By the time he gets there, he's going to have to turn around and come back. Just sent a picture of all the teen boys in the uh, airport in Tokyo sleeping on the ground. So they didn't even find the bunk beds. (laughs) I do like that he fires off morning assholes. I guess he's miserable. (laughs) Oh, Richard. Well, good luck, kiddo. That's a rough trip. Rough trip. It's so hard to figure that out. Like, it gets to be like 15. Takes you three days to recover. It's tomorrow. It's 15 hours ahead. It's 1041 p.m. PM. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're closing in on tomorrow. Well, we're starting today. It's the strangest thing. That Dateline thing screws your world up, especially when you come back. Left Australia at 840 in the morning on a Wednesday and landed at 930 on a Wednesday. It was like 45 minutes, but it was it was the craziest, like, mind F ever. Like, you didn't lose a day. Otherwise, you're down two days going out. And I'd go up to the pilot and go, I know the tires aren't rated for speed, but you speed it up. You keep <laughs> Push going. It. I get a lot of emails from people asking how uh, my dog Jack Ham is from the, uh, the, the whatever, whatever got him. Oh, going like with the pot or the whatever he was licking and got high. Uh, he's good. Like, it wore off. Whatever it was, wore off. He seems fine. Uh, a lot of people emailed me pictures of their dogs when they got into their stash, which my dog didn't do because I don't have a stash. The vet still thinks I do. Right, sure okay. you don't. Quotey fingers around stash doesn't mean, uh, you know, okay, well, he got into quotey fingers something. I'm like, okay, well, he didn't get into a stash. Let's just establish I don't have drugs laying around the house. It's okay, sir. It's legal. I'm not judging you. I don't. Ah. So uh, people sent me pictures of their dogs high, and it's funny. And a guy, this guy, Darren, said that his dog – Ate his stash, got high, threw up, and his other dog ate the puke oh. and started getting a little bit screwy on it. And Maybe so he got a hold of uh, one of K Ray's jugs of Neutrogenics he left behind <laughs> oh, or something. That could be. <laughs> yeah, Kevin, whenever Kevin comes to your house, he drops. <laughs> Here you go, Johnny. Thanks, Kev. <laughs> She'll appreciate it. She'll too. like it too. Like I get it. All right, thanks, Frank Thomas. Time to go. <laughs> Yeah, every time I, see, I saw Kevin on Wednesday up at the Tactical Black, and I'm like, he goes, oh, before you go, I got something for you. I'm like, all right, just leave it on the car hood. Like, all right. Big old gallon jug of Neutrogenics. <laughs> Pretty good stuff. I did notice, though, that while Jack was high, uh, a shipping container uh, was parked in my front yard and filled with catalytic converters. So I'm not sure what he was doing. Wow. But they, did you see that? They found that one. Yeah. It had like 
9,000 yeah. catalytic converters in it. I don't even know if I'm just throwing a number out. That might not be. But it's a ridiculous amount of them. And guess what they can't do? Put them back. They've been sawed off. Yes. Right? So it doesn't like. It's not like you can put, get a you good know, You got to recycle them. them anyway. What do you do with them? They're, they're only, once they're cut off, they're no good anymore as catalytic converters, are Depends they? Depends on where they cut them. I mean, you could weld them back on, but it would, would be, a, do that? It'd be a bitch. Well, yeah. as expensive as that stuff is, but it's just all the scrapyards that are just, you're not supposed to take them, you know, scrapyards aren't supposed to take them it, oh, from the true. average wow. person, but right. those gypsies out there, they don't care. So the, just, right, and then they'll take them, but the person that's selling them will take like no money, like 20 bucks, probably, yeah, just, just to go get a hit. I would and think then, you'd yeah. have to, I mean, the welding's... Regardless, because if it got sold off, then to replace it, yeah, they'd have to be do a the joint. They would just take or it they off. They would just connect. Yeah. yeah, they wouldn't. They just connect it back. But well, that's they're not going to do that. I mean, no, yeah. you're not going to weld back at the point of cut. You just go back to where the the line connects. Because they got to fit. They don't know what car it came from or whose car it came from. Right. So it's like you know, I'm sure yeah. this guy's got a Volkswagen one. This guy's got a Jeep one. Yeah, it's crazy. But that catalytic converter find was pretty amazing. They have like, uh, and what's what's the. 1,200 they found. What's the Used metal that they're going after? Copper. I can't remember. Isn't it? No, no it's some other kind of precious. Palladium. Uh, I think that, I think that might be it, actually. Is that precious? Let's see. Palladium? That stuff uh, was something for... Like, no kidding? Something it was crazy for, like uh, that. We gave my dog that for cancer. Something called palladium. Couldn't touch it with our hands. Had to wear gloves to give her a pill. I'm like, we're putting this in my dog, and we're not allowed to touch it? Uh, precious metals such as rhodium, rhodium. palladium, and platinum. Oh, wow. They're all in there, so. Heck, I'm going to go cut mine off today. Amounts, yeah, but, but still, you get 1,200 of them. Well, you get 1,200 of them, yeah. Pretty nice stash. Those but I don't know, are busy. 1,200 at, tw- you know, 20 bucks a pop. you, you got to go back every couple days. you got to mm-hmm. find scrapyards that'll take them. After a while, the guy in the scrapyard's like, I don't want this anymore. Would he? I no, guess if you wanted 1,200, that's get, true. Yeah. He's just going to keep selling it down. But, yeah, so, uh, and that's a big problem. And that's the thing I never understood about crackheads. You're so diligent about finding ways to make money, to get crack, or you know heroin, but you just won't get a job and have a heroin because you got to be responsible eight hours a day. What you want is a real quick hit, but it seems like it would take an awful long time to go cut off a couple catalytic converters, go to the scrapyard, sell them to that guy, take your forty bucks or whatever it is, go over to the already we're in it six hours of driving around. We've wasted a few gas dollars. I don't understand this. And there was a fat guy yesterday. I was with Larry yesterday, and this dude was 300 pounds standing on the side of the road with a thing that said, uh, need help. I'm like, you're going to make it through summer if no one gives you a dollar. You've got enough reserves. It's just crazy. That just it, put need water. It just seems like you could get something that would, yeah, get, need to hose me off every three hours. That was, And you did. And there's a new guy that's standing up here on the off-ramp. And that off-ramp's never had anybody on it before me getting off the 202 here yeah and uh he, usually they're down the road they've never been on the one coming off i it's right there in the center and he's standing there yesterday and i have my jeep doors and top off and at uh you know uh, 10 to 5 in the morning we're just sitting at this light together <laughs> he's like from me to brady and uh i got the, the radio on and i'm and then you just hear yeah have a blessed day i'm like okay <laughs> I mean, we're not talking stop it and you realize how you try to avoid conversation, but when motorcycle guys <laughs> now they're so bike, I'm like, oh, son of a bitch! It's so hard to just be like, you're not there, you're not there, you're not there. It's not right to feel that way, but I don't want to get hassled. Have a blessed day. Don't make me feel bad. Stop it. You probably have a lot of money to be able to drive around in a car that you can build and reassemble all the time. You got a transformer? <laughs> yes, sir. Thank you. But, yeah, it just seems like a lot of work to cut off catalytic converters. Well, we saw that one video where the person goes underneath there. Oh, it doesn't take long. Yeah, it's yeah. nothing. There's nothing to it, but it just seems like you've got to get a few. You're not just one and done. It seems like a job. It seems yeah. like you went and got yourself a job doing that. And that's – I just don't get it. Like, that, that's the drive of, of these weirdos that want to do this kind of stuff. It just doesn't make sense to me. I certainly don't understand it, but I think that's uh, me trying to apply my logical mind onto an illogical act. I'm trying to be like normal and say, well, why don't you just do this? And it's because, well, because their brain doesn't work properly. Something's not right. So I'm trying to make logic where logic doesn't live and it just doesn't add up. But they found 1,200 of them. And if you want your catalytic converter back, just go over to the west side and pick it up. <laughs> yeah. What were you waiting for? <laughs> you find out you don't have a catalytic converter, you're going to drive about 
8 to 12 miles an hour to wherever you're going, you're going to want your catalytic converter like the next day. Pretty much. I had a catalytic converter go out in a car a long time ago on the freeway, and it's like somebody stuffed towels and everything. Like everything that's supposed to like fire and flow. Yeah. It felt like it was hindered. You hit the gas and you'd hear. Like it sounded all muffled. Everything sounded ruined. And my catalytic converter went out. And I could top speed maybe go like 35. And it was just, you know, RPMs through the moon. I'm like, what is going on? And it would go, but it took forever to get anywhere. And I burned that thing up. And just, you know, so I can't imagine what it would be like to start your car and find out, oh, they, they took it off. Yeah. I guess it would start, right? I think yeah. so. But I think when it's just chopped right off, it probably makes a racket that's... Oh, it sounds like you, yeah. it sounds like you got just a big exhaust leak. Yeah, yeah, it's got to just explode yeah. up from under your car. So uh, thanks a lot, dickhead druggies, for wrecking that kind of stuff and poking your heads under my car. There's got to be some sort of a way that when they cut it off, like they figured it out with junior high kids pulling fire alarms. Can't we get something that just like a die shoots pack on like there? constant hot lava, just fires out at the person when they when they do something stupid to your catalytic converter, like. Only mechanics would have a key that could turn like a off, pop machine. Turn key off the hot lava. The, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have hot lava attached to the converter, and the second it comes off, it just starts firing. Like just, just I mean, it's just scalding, miserable. Or do it like the nuclear codes. Have two keys. You two have keys. Two click, click, perfect. Yes, and you know they'll they'll travel in twos and pick you those. Have to lift the car, but just just on the off chance that hot lava shoots out of those things, and it's <laughs> always boiling. Like I'd pay extra for my car to have a hot lava. Uh, reserve tank of just miserable thousand degree hot lava that just floods of because they I've seen how they do it they lay under your car and cut and it would just be amazing if if hot lava would would scald them and give them lifelong scars I think that would be incredible because something so stupid as stealing a catalytic converter should never change your life but I would like it to I would like it, it would, to harm uh, them. it would work for a couple of thefts and then people in car accidents would get, end up with hot lava <laughs> right and too. there's the problem yeah. traveling with hot lava yep. how many times your dad tell you <laughs> you're traveling around with hot lava somebody's going to get burned but something has like you know uh, like shrapnel like nails the way they make you know a dirty bomb boom and it's just it's just real fast and it just shoots right wired. out wired how about a little zap yeah those people don't feel so anything. That, you, you know, maybe something that pops out of your – it needs to find an exit out of your body, that much voltage. Oh, okay. Now you're talking like lightning strike. Yeah. Okay. I'm liking this. Again, like maybe Tesla does that. Uh, they don't have catalytic converters, but you try to steal one of the batteries. You, it's like touching the train like an electric wire. Just cooks you from the inside out. I like Brady's way. Boiling your innards. Yep. <laughs> wow. Because yeah, I, don't, I don't have much respect for – catalytic converters thieves and people are like they're just trying to they're, they're downtrodden trying to you know figure something out like Get yeah goddamn job it's exactly and it's a minor and that's a middleman deal too because yeah. they're, they're getting paid and then the guy that has oh, the yeah. storage unit look cashes in i like massive punishment for minor crime you know what i mean i like when you inconvenience the general population i like you to be like scalded I like you to have to have a life mark for that. Not necessarily jail time. I think like a catalytic converter scalding you or like Brady says, just boiling your internal organs. <laughs> I like that idea because you're really – then it would stop. Like if minor crimes had massive uh, – you know, the, the risk reward was humongous. It would stop. Like hot lava and catalytic converters, if enough of those meth heads start to say, hey, the, the hot lava shoots out and just, <laughs> just torches your face and it just burns off. It's not worth it. Let's find something else to do. I like that. I like petty theft. I like when guys' arms fall off or like they get hit by cars. <laughs> I like that. I, if you run out of a Circle K and just try to steal from a hardworking person, like especially a mom and pop shop where you go in and you bust up their place and you run out with their beer and their candy and whatever, and you run right into the road and you get hit by a car. That is proper. That's what I think. He got what he, was, got what he had coming. I like that. I, actually, I really love that. I think those are the great moments. I'm like, well, your little petty theft life came to an end today. Ran out with a pound of nuts from that self-serve <laughs> bin. You should. Oh, he didn't deserve that. He was just stealing nuts. I'm like, if he wasn't stealing those nuts and he paid the two forty nine for them, he wouldn't have gotten run over because he wouldn't have had to run away from the store. 
So it's all. So you're saying Walmart from yesterday's article, you know, whether they have the people giving citations for the self checkout. Yes. There should be some kind of a field or um, invisible fencing that they get zapped or something. <laughs> right. if like you're, the dog, uh, you know, and maybe know. maybe I am going too far by saying run out and get hit by a car. <laughs> but wouldn't it be great? Like we all laugh when a thief runs out, trips over the the parking curb. And just eats it, and, and his whole face comes off because of the asphalt. We like that. I think generally, as humans, we enjoy when a when a petty thief just flat out each has to live with the scars of it forever. I like that. So these catalytic converter thieves, I want your faces completely bubbling and boiled, like Brady wants your internal <laughs> organs to just leak out your toes. Just a quick cooking, yeah. And but but make them live. Because I don't want you to ha- – I, I agree. You shouldn't die for such a crime. But you should probably need like uh, – Enough so that you won't do it again. Yeah. I think what you what would be great is if you if you had lived the rest of your life with a colostomy sack because you tried <laughs> to steal my catalytic number. I think that, That's going to end up on our dime again, John. I know it's going to cost. But like I said, I'm willing to pay for that because I think in the end it's going to slow down the theft. If, at first, we're going to have to pay a little extra to, you know, because we're going to have to pay for the burns and the boiled organs. But after a while, that's going to slow down. But then we're going to run into just like uh, the shortage of baby formula. They're low on colostomy bags. <laughs> the company's not producing them well, because we have so many out there. Then, again, you're, 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 you're giving me problems. I'm giving solutions. Okay. Then we triage them. If you have a colostomy bag because you had cancer or your body stopped you're first working, in you're line. first in okay. line. If you're stealing catalytic converters and, and the bogan boiled organs machine kicked in. <laughs> you're free-flowing. You're late. To the party, you got to hang your uh, exit port over a sink or something until we get bags for you. You're last in line for treatment. You're, you, you stole it, stole a catalytic converter. And you got your everything just a real quick gurgle boil. I like that. I don't think anybody's against this. I really don't. I think most people and ask anybody who's gone out to their car and started it without the catalytic converter and went mother f- heroin freaking crackheads. Yeah. You want them boiled. I had my tires and wheels stolen off my Armada. I would still would have loved for those tires to go on someone else's car and then have them in a horrible, horrible car crash because the tires didn't fit right. Brady know? could have got you those back for like 400 bucks. <laughs> 400? Tires and wheels. That's crazy. Good chance. <laughs> the exact ones. Yeah. Yeah. Brady's in there. Guaranteed fit. <laughs> This guy says, I'm a longtime uh, welder fabricator. I make custom cover plates for catalytic converters. Even wrote messages like, F off tweaker, get a job junkie. Yeah, <laughs> sending them messages. I like that, though. But they, they're not reading that going, oh, that's good stuff. You know what? <laughs> this, guy's, this guy's saved from a catalytic converter theft. They're just going in there. I bet I, you they see it, that but... guard plate and they're like, we're too much hassle. Well, because they got to yeah, do it quick. Like if there's a, a guard plate. But you're still you're spending extra money to put a steel plate over your converter. Uh, I worked at a scrapyard for six years in Florida, and some uh, cats are worth between two and four hundred dollars each. To you, the scrapyard guy, that's why you're. That's yeah. why you'll take them is because well, they'll give thirty bucks to a crackhead. And then Brian Santucci, one Ooh, of my peeps, he uh, he said some of those metals go for twelve hundred to eighteen hundred an ounce. Man, but I don't I don't know if there's an ounce worth in those things, Man. but a, you know a bunch of them. That's pretty good. Yeah, you got twelve hundred. You got a couple ounces. Speaking of your people, yesterday Brett and I went to Castaways down the street for lunch. And I don't know what happens at dive bars to the bartender, but they all have to have the same voice. How you guys doing today? All right. <laughs> that guy comes over to him. Hey, what's up, choppers? How you doing? It's like, hey. Uh, and then uh, I think Flip Orley, he was with us, but I think yeah. Flip asked him about the, the meatball, meatball sub. sub. And it's so Italian because he comes by and, and Flip goes, is the meatball sub good? And he goes, well, yeah. And he goes, oh, it's not? And he goes, sauce is good. Bread's good. But uh, I'm Italian. So the meatballs are – I'm like, okay, it's probably a decent nice. sandwich. And Brett's like, oh, like mama's meatballs. Like, We're at Castaways. You're not getting mama's meatballs. You're getting whatever came in the freezer. It might be a poached egg. It might be a meatball. It, whatever falls out is it's going in your sandwich. It's got meat in it. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I don't know what's going on here, gompers. But you guys get what you get. But it was hilarious because he's – I'm Italian. Like his his palate is too eh, – I'm not going to recommend that here at Castaways, the dive bar Castaways with off-track betting. If you want to go to Italian sub, not here. I tell you that. <laughs> he was great, but throwing that Italian thing, and Brett just smiles and beams. Oh yeah, I knew it. 
<laughs> now, you know, I told Brett, I'm like, look, they have a bunch of pasta. You should get it. And Brett goes, oh. Like I offended him <laughs> yeah, that it was on mind? the menu. <laughs> like, all right, never mind. But yeah, the sandwich I got was the chicken parm. There was no Italian. Gravy's there was, there okay. Was no discernible, uh, like, place it came from. I have no idea. You could have blindfolded me and said, what is this? And I'm like, I have no idea what I'm eating. It's 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 food. But see, so you guys didn't ask him about the chicken parm either because he yeah. didn't oh, come he'd on now. Said, It's not like my mama makes, I'll tell you that. All right, guys. I think people go into dive bars and go, hi, I've been a bartender for 25 years. I'd like a job here. And like, uh. Is that the voice you're going to use? Like, oh no, I got the I got the dive bar voice. I'll do that. Oh, okay, good. We need you to the sound audition. like yeah, sound like you smoke 16, 17 cigars a day. Done. I don't know, you guys want to come out of my bar? How about a sarsaparilla? No, that's <laughs> not the style of bartender we're looking for. This is a big uh, big weekend, Brady. It's Memorial Day, and don't say Happy Memorial Day to people. We had a lot of vets yes. say that yesterday. It is not a happy holiday. It is a holiday where we celebrate uh, the people who sacrificed for our freedoms. And that's no joke, and it's no eye roll or anything else. That is uh, true. So happy Memorial Day, especially to a person in uniform is like, ugh. That's, you know, they get it more than anybody. In fact, they probably saw it. They, they're not just uh, having a weekend where they're thinking of the fallen. They're thinking of a specific guy they know who fell or a woman. Uh, so those are those things that Memorial Day, uh, you got to just, you know, thanks for your service. That's all you really need to say to them. And then when you're putting that flag on your house and – Having your barbecue, at least take five minutes from the weekend, just five, that's all we ask, to say, uh, and I'm lucky to be here. We, we bash this country constantly because we're allowed to. That's the crazy thing no one really pays attention to. We knock, this, we knock the dick off of the greatest country that's ever existed on the planet uh, because we're allowed to do it. And that's, that's because a lot of people croaked uh, trying to protect that right for us to be loudmouth dickheads about what goes on in this place. Uh, and that's pretty impressive. So those are those moments where you just take a moment, but when you're buying sheets for 20% off or a card Here's deal a or whatever else. Uh, fun that. fact that uh, the proper moment, there's actually an exact moment of remembrance on oh, really? Memorial Day. Okay. 3 p.m. local time. On Monday? On Monday. Local, everybody's local time? Yes. Well, if uh, you're 3 p.m. Wherever you're 3 p.m., yeah. anywhere 3 p.m. Yeah. is when you do We're it. supposed right. to pause and remember the brave men and women. Who died there you go. Set your alarm. For, that's good. I didn't know that. That's a good one right there. So set your alarm Monday at 3 and just take a minute. You know, everybody's all big on thoughts and prayers, but just kind of uh, pat yourself on the back and say, God, I'm lucky to be here. Remind yourself that, uh, you know, you're free to bitch about this place. All of us are. And we do it because of people who uh, sacrificed so we could. And that's a pretty big deal when you think about uh, every other place on the planet – that, uh, you know, kills someone for having an opinion about the way things are being run. Boy, we don't have that rule. And sometimes I wish we did. <laughs> but uh, it's true. And also Memorial Day holds a special uh, place in my heart as the beginning and end of my first marriage. I think it's a fantastic thing. Uh, wow. My Memorial Day, uh, 2003, I flew to New York City. And was forced to ask my future father-in-law for permission to marry my wife. I didn't want to. I told her I didn't want to. <laughs> I was very clear that I did. We're going to make this happen. You have to ask his permission. I'm like, I'm not ready to do that. It's on my time. Well, your time is ticking. And, I'm, and we got into fights about it. I'm like, let me do this on my own. I don't know who I was. I still don't know this guy. This is not. And it came from these moments that built the person I am today. But I remember sitting at the t- – this is um, uh, May 26th, if I'm remembering right, 2003, in New York at a dinner that uh, because he did not know, my future father-in-law and his current wife did not know that this was the thing I'm supposed to ask him, they invited a couple other people, strangers, where I'm supposed to turn to him and say, hey, I'd like to ask your permission to marry your beautiful uh, daughter. And so I told her, I'm like, look, we don't know these people at this table. This is very awkward for them. We'll get to it. Nope, we're doing it. And I'm like, no, we're not doing it. So we're kind of in a little bit of a bicker match. And in the middle of dinner, she goes, Dad, John has something to ask you. And I looked at her and I was like, yeah, I do. So can we get Yankee tickets for tomorrow? (laughs) No. He wants to ask you if it's okay if he asks me to marry him. And I'm like, okay. So now I'm the biggest pussy on the planet. Now, now she just basically, you know, 
one after the fact. It was brutal. I kicking myself. That was a yeah. red flag, and I let <laughs> oh, it go. Oh, the red flags, Brady. I was talked out of red flag after red flag by friend after friend. Tell me, oh, it's just how it is. But never ever. That's why I always say, in your twenties, you don't know anything. I was, I was, uh, I was thirty, and I was just. Bare, and I, you think you got stuff figured out? But she asked for me. And then he put his fork down. He goes, oh, my. And the strange lady whose name I don't know. And you should probably know the people at the table at events like this. Goes, oh, my. We shouldn't be here. This is awkward. Yeah, <laughs> and no I'm kidding. Like, well, neither should I. If you think it's awkward for you, how the f*** do you think I feel? And I'm like, well, Tom, I guess it's cats out of the bag if that's what you're interested. She starts crying. I'm like, well, this is terrible. I know why they're invited. Ava Save-A-Lot knew yeah, they would pick they up the bill. They probably picked up the bill, yeah. The, 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 the stepmom. Was a real Ava save a lot. Well, her name was Ava Braun. <laughs> All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP Podcast. Podcast.com. <laughs> Horrible human. Came to my house with their new baby because he was like 60 and then uh, uh, bedded some 20 year old on the side and then nice. marrying her. Yeah, that was a good kill. Hey. But she wasn't. She wasn't. Eh. Oh, okay. All right. oh, okay. So they made some baby at 60 years old and she was in her mid 30s and they, she wanted a child and he put it in her. And they brought that thing to my house and I wasn't at work. And, uh, they took all my speakers and stuff apart and, and like, moved everything into boxes and put it in, a, in the spare bedroom. What, I you going to chew on a tweeter? I came home, and I'm like, what's going on? I'm like, where's the – like, all the shelves are – well, we took everything off the shelves uh, because uh, we don't know if Thompson is going to knock anything over. And I'm like, how about keeping an eye on it or leashing it up or tying it to a flagpole like a decent owner would? <laughs> and uh, she's like, well, he just – you know, when he gets going. And I'm like, that's your job. It's not my fault his dad's 60 – and he can't keep up. You you do it. I got those corrals and so I'm those circular things <laughs> just boiling in my house. Oh, just I bet. boiling. I came home from work and I I remember telling uh, the wife at the time, uh, I'm going to a hotel and I'm staying in a hotel. You can't. I'm like I can't be here. I'm going to snap. Now today me would have been like, no 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 no. We're unpacking everything, and if you guys can't control your kid, you can stay in a hotel. But this is this is not acceptable behavior in my home i would have very quickly done back then for some reason i don't know why i allowed it so i go to a well you also didn't know because that's basically more or less the first time right but i don't care most most people would ask you know hey we're bringing thompson with us thompson we might need to uh you know safety up the room if you certain corners at least ask how about that yeah but when I came home and I allowed it, to, and, I, and and then when they had the nerve after they left uh, to leave the boxes full, we had to unpack. Oh, oh, it was a f- nightmare. So that all started on a Memorial Day in two thousand and three. I'm taking my red flags and I'm going to a hotel. <laughs> and I did, and I'd sneak out when they weren't paying attention and go lay at the Phoenician, just as happy as a clam. At night, at ten o'clock at night, I'd sneak out of my own house and go sleep at the Phoenician, and then they'd lie and say I had like a work event over the weekend. And uh, I, this wasn't a Memorial Day three day. This was a Fourth of July, and they were staying for like four days. And uh, and I would go over to the Phoenician, and I'd sleep like a baby. And they'd be like, "We didn't even hear you leave this morning." I was like, "Yeah, it's because I was at the Phoenician, and I came home at three in the afternoon." <laughs> I'm not staying with you, pricks. I, 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 and I realized I hated them, but I was kind to them because you're supposed to be. But me today would have been like, "You people are awful." I don't know who I was. How is Thompson? So then, fast forward two years, uh, the Memorial Day two years later. Uh, the greatest weekend of my life, Memorial Day, reset itself when we sat on the couches on uh, Memorial Day weekend and said, uh, this ain't working. This ain't working. Yeah. So you hey, got divorced on Memorial not Day? Not divorced. Too? Uh, the, or well, the and that talk. was. And Decided that was, to move on. So this was even weird, Brett. So that Friday, Memorial Day, I come home from a, a hard day's work with Brady. <laughs> That's how long we've been around each other. This is a long time ago. I'm still with this idiot. We made it through. How? Anyway. Uh, come home and you can sense something's wrong. Her grandparents were at the house, just arrived in their uh, you know Buick Park Avenue is out nice. nineteen eighty nine Hunter Green with eight thousand miles on it, even though it's a twenty year old car. And she sits down with me and she goes, "We need to talk." And I'm like, "Okay." And I'm like, "Come on, bring it, bring it." She goes, "I just don't know 
if this is going to – something's not right. And we had talked prior, so it wasn't like a big surprise. I'm like, okay. I said, are we talking about the big D? And she goes, I think so. And I'm like, okay. And she goes, let's just get through this weekend with my grandparents. And then we'll – I'm like, I'm not play pretending with you and your grandparents all weekend. Get out. Brutal. You announce this. You walk. You're not even going to be nice to them. I'm like, we're done here. The meal's over. We paid the bill. Everybody out. We're closed. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. And she's like, this is awful. I'm like, why do you ruin all Memorial Day? Closing Yeah, time. yeah exactly. <laughs> closing time. Huh? It's like, well, you're going to say, let's get divorced and all. All right, done. But let's act like that's not happening. And we'll go out to dinner a couple times with grandma and grandpa. And then we'll hit them over the head at the end of the weekend with, oh, by the way, this was all a ruse. <laughs> uh, we're done here. I'm like, no, go. I said, I'll drive around. You wrangle up the, the, the bags of bones and you get them out of here. And then I'll come back. I'll give you some music here for the. No, yeah, give me my closing time. <laughs> a little semi-sonic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. That's it. I got my towel out. I'm rubbing the counters. Like, I think I'm done here. All right. Tab's paid. Get those two old people out of my house, and you guys have a great life. Well, is that it? Closing. Yeah, that's it. We're done here. Memorial Day is a three-day weekend. Thanks for giving it to me on Friday at noon, so I at least have three days to recoup. Memorial Day holds a special place in my heart. It's the most awkward thing ever to the greatest weekend of my life. Your first divorce is the best thing that will ever happen. Oh, yeah. 100%. Ever. I heard another person say, weddings are grand. Divorces are 250 grand. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And there's a lot of reasons why guys are, I'm not doing it. And there's... But look, yeah, and so I think of Memorial Day. That's what I think back on. Yes, I think of the fallen who've given me freedoms to talk about things. But I also think of that miserable C-word that I don't know why I even got involved. And there it was. It's funny. Yours ends on Memorial Day, which is yep. a somber time, you yep. know. And, and Toledo, <laughs> Toledo's and I both ended on 9-11. That's right. You so, guys. I mean, we celebrate on 9-11. <laughs> you guys have 9-11. And I do. Oh, we're high-fiving when we walk in. I struggle. Uh, on Memorial Day, not to be extra happy yeah. about the death of one thing. And that was uh, my my union. It was great. That's a great song. I forgot how good this was. The great. I, I wish well, it was because I get to turn the lights out, pull the cord on the neons, and they're like, all right, are you guys still here? Hey, look, legal reasons. You got to get out. You want my grandparents to pack up their bags? And I'm like, you should have thought of that before you sat me down. You should have, you know, waited till Tuesday. you should have faked it for yeah. three more days. I'd have been here. I wasn't going to pull the trigger quite yet. It's my money you're going to take. I have to buy my own house back from myself. It was a great weekend. Well, then I'll promise you guys this. If I don't make it with Ronnie through the weekend, the line, no, we'll make <laughs> oh. it through the weekend. But, you know, well, whatever. You never know. Well, you never know. Right. You know you're what? Right. You never, never say know. never. Yeah. This thing could implode today. Because we but all I'm, said the same thing. I didn't I know. know. I'm going to say it's going to be a lot longer then because my promise would be I'll do it on December 7th. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, right, the days go. that okay. we live in infamy. Yeah. That's smart. All right, yeah. Pick your pick your disaster holiday, <laughs> and uh, and and leave. Just get out, ladies. This applies to you too. It's it's the same for you. I'm sure uh, that that lady that was with me is like, what was I doing with that moron? She's right. I wouldn't have married me back then. I was an idiot. I'm still kind of an idiot now. But boy, that guy was complete moron. And her dad, there had to be zero respect for me. With that whole, you know, he's going to ask you for permission now. That lives with me, even gives me chills to this moment. It was a horrible day. And that dinner, oh, those strange, well, congratulations, I guess, are in order. I don't know who the hell you are. I wasn't going to do this. She, You saw it. She forced my hand here. Me today would have been like, you know what? I'm not asking that because I really don't want to marry her right now. <laughs> right now, today, John would have said, I don't know what she's talking about because I would never marry anybody that would do this to me publicly i don't know what she's thinking and and i wasn't smart you just got caught up in the moment no i didn't get caught up in the moment i was afraid i was afraid of being a dick you got wedding fever i, and you're like, I, oh, I we did can plan all i couldn't this wait stuff. for the planning you know what the worst part of my uh engagement was <laughs> i was talking to megan about this the other day because she said she goes we don't take any pictures and i say it here all the time i hate post photographs because it's positions you're never normally in Right. Everybody, we had that, uh, who was it? It was Big J Okerson and yeah. John Carden last week. And like, can we get a picture in front of the wall, the KUPD wall? And uh, and I think it was Brad or, or Matt Coleman said, how come everybody always points or does something funny yeah, with their hands? And I'm this. like, Cause this when is, did that start? Because no one ever goes, hey, guys, without cameras, let's just stand shoulder to shoulder uh, for a cross for no reason whatsoever and act like it's natural. And everybody would be like, you'd be pointing or you'd want to do something with your hands. So pictures are awkward to me. So I told Megan, I'm like, if we could get like a, a guy to hide in bushes and whatever and take action shots, I think those would be better than 
us at a table where I'm clearly looking like I just stole money. I never look right in pictures that are – I don't look right anyway, but in pictures that are posed. But when I was uh, – when we went through the engagement – you do the engagement photos, which I'll, I highly recommend never paying for that. The photographer shows up. We fly all the way to San Diego at the Coronado. And uh, I'm just reminiscing because this is my divorce weekend, so give me this. So I'm thinking of all the crap I went through before that I shouldn't have. So this photographer goes, I'm just going to be around all weekend long. And you won't see me, and you won't know when I'm around, but I'm going to get a bunch of pictures of you guys just enjoying Coronado. I'm like, all right. Challenge accepted. I'm going to spot this guy every time I see him. <laughs> and I found him <laughs> like an Easter egg about 300 times. Every one of our Not en- me, bro. Every one of our engagement photos is me sort of almost halfway through raising my finger to point out, there he is. All of them are me <laughs> ruining the photos. You know what? If you see me, just ignore it and act natural. I'm like, how can I act natural? Yeah. I just spotted a sniper. I'm going to look surprised and weirded out by you. So this dude, and the best part was he'd be in bushes, and you'd see him like getting in the bush. I'm like, I, I saw you. Brian, stop. I see you getting in the bush. It's pointless. Go hide somewhere else. you got to stop looking for me. I'm like, you told me you're hiding. It's human nature to look for you now. It's, it's fun. Zero pictures came out of that. $1,100 day. <laughs> and we're supposed to just, all right, just go about your business. It's like walking down the beach. And you, it, it is that, uh, that, I forget what it's called, but when you know you're being watched, you behave completely differently. Yeah. And it's like, and we're holding hands. Like I'm like, do you, think, do you think that they can't? Yeah. You just like, do you think the, the holding hands thing is a good idea? Would we normally be doing this? Like, Stop it. Just be natural. Like, how can I be natural? I'm being told to be natural. That's unnatural. That's, it can't work. I didn't know that was going to happen. So I'm this t-shirt i was probably about 15 pounds heavier than i am now i had b cups and this t-shirt was just accentuating my b cups i was completely worried about having cans in the picture and i did it said quicksilver but the q and the r were pointing out they were big because <laughs> i had my my head my uh my, my they were swooping teardrop bees they were pretty oh i, I actually did have like Really, I mean, they're really nice, nice coconuts. See those photos. Nice like, coconuts. You know, I'm sure Brady sees it because his daughter's in eighth grade when her friends come over, those little the developers, and you're like, that's that's when you see an eighth grade girl's boobs before they make them wear bras and stuff. That's what I had going. The trainer. You I, could I, use a trainer. I, oh, I could have used a trainer at the time. And that was because of you. Because I started hanging out with Brady every single day and the Krispy Kremes and breakfast runs and everything. We were eating a lot. The two of us both got fat real fast starting this job. You're not the only one, apparently. John, in 2003, Memorial Day weekend, I talked my way out of a few speeding tickets on the way back from the lake and came home, and my wife had left me. Best weekend of my life. (laughs) There you go, Kyle. But you were speeding home, Kyle? Apparently, yeah. Yeah, No one speeds home. Maybe he wanted to get home because he knew he was having the talk. Oh, Oh, I got to get there. I got to get get there. there. She's going to leave before I get get to tell her to go or herself. he can now say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's no. true. Yeah, and I. The funny part was is that weekend. I we I kind of knew eventually that that was coming, and why I didn't pull the trigger, I don't know. I probably would have eventually, but I didn't. But when she said it, I'm like, yeah, I'm all for that. That's good. But I, but the nerve that for, she wanted to like hang out with her grandparents all weekend. I'm like, I can't do that. And that that day, everything changed. Like that was when I'm like, I got to start living for me. I got to stop doing this whole thing where it's like I'm supposed to do this. I'm supposed to, to, even though I'm unhappy, I'm supposed to act like this. And that weekend when she said There's that. There's certain like, things that you can say, no, I'm okay. I, I don't have to do that. how much I was pretending for the sake it's, of someone just, else. Rather, And it wasn't that I was miserable. I was just pretending a lot. And she wanted to continue it another weekend. I'm like, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm not going to act like everything's fine with your grandparents. I'm just not. I'm going to, if it's on my mind. That'd be a tough one. Yeah, it was weird. And then, you know, later in life, you fall into patterns where you're an idiot again, for sure. But that was a rough one. That was a really strange, it was, it was a strange weekend. But I remember it uh, vividly. So talking to all you guys out there who are in those moments. Memorial Day, a day to remember the fallen, especially if that fallen is your uh, ex-wife. What a, what a, what a weekend. Kyle, it's I'm like if you. you get in an argument beforehand, uh, you know, you got a party. That you're going to, yeah. you get an argument beforehand. Yeah. You still go to the party, and everybody knows. Oh, geez, Brady and Ronnie are. Uh, whew, that's awkward over there. There's something going on, and you guys are smiling. And but there's clearly like an energy coming hey, off everybody. both of you that she would kill you and you would punch her if given chance, right then and there. Hey guys, what's going on? Everything good? Oh yeah, everything's great. Guys hide it worse. Oh, we're great. Oh man, there's nothing worse than going to a restaurant with somebody who's cleaning up a fight and then when they see you it's like all right there they are and you feel it hey, like, hey. It's like, what's going on guys everything good 
great. Oh, man. We're sifting through their night. Oh, that's fun. But, yeah, don't pretend. You don't have to. Be nice, but uh, you don't have to pretend. Doesn't mean you got to be tactless. I appreciate them not bringing the entire room down to the party, you know. Yeah, be, faking it's important, but you pick and choose. Yeah. yeah, you don't fake your everyday existence. If it's bringing you back, it's like, well, I can't do that. And then there's the other side where you, people just have uh, will be willing to fight with you there. I've been in those situations. Ooh. I've been that couple. Like, so oh, my God, we're, we're in a fight in public. We're going here? Yeah. Oh, my God, this is happening. <laughs> we are in a fight in public, and this is really weird. So this is happening this right is, now. This okay. is what's going to go down for all the friends and family. Over a hundred people yeah. heard the C word come out of your mouth. <laughs> well, it's not uncommon. I've set the table for that. Yeah. So uh, anyway, Happy Memorial Day is not something you say, except to John. Except Baby. to me. Except <laughs> to me and Kyle. Kyle, the guy who was paid. That's it. Other than that, it is not a happy holiday. We have to remember that this is a somber weekend that we get to celebrate our freedoms. Oh, the freedoms! It's a. It's a. It does represent freedom. It's a wonderful thing. So. That's Memorial Day stories for me right there. And also another thing that was good for Memorial Day. Remember when we uh, we talked about S- Rally Sally, the flag lady yeah. up there at the Diamondbacks game? They may have caught the guy because if, for- if you forgot. The scammer? Yeah, she was cutting holes in books and sending ten grand a pop to some guy that she had been romantic. Yeah, well she-, well, she didn't know that. He was a military general who right. was going around overseas and in these high uh, security uh, missions. And he'd text her and he'd say, look, I, got- I can't. I can't be known. I need some money. Hide it in a book. It's the only way we can get it through the bad guys. And Rally Sally, the flag lady at the Diamondback game, was on Channel 3 going, I'm down about 225 k and I didn't have that. She sold an RV, like a ton of her possessions. To, and this guy's like, I'll pay you back. Don't worry, I'll pay you back. She goes, all said and done, I borrowed money. She borrowed a ton of money to help this dude out and was cutting holes in books. And never once, and I don't really feel sorry for her, never once thought to herself, I'm cutting pages out of books that are money-sized because a guy told me to do that so I could stuff $10,000 bundles into books and send them to this guy I've never met before. And then she's asking Gary Harper from Channel 3 for info. Well, they caught the dude. A, well, they caught who they think may be the dude. Oh, man. And uh, he's, uh, he's in Texas. His name is uh, – well, the lady – Rally Sally's name is Cindy, which I don't understand why that happened, but it did. Uh, but uh, the dude is um, – well, his last name is Alabi. Fola Alabi. He was arrested in Texas. Uh, he said he had a list of ladies he's been doing this to, and one was listed as a seventy-year-old woman from the Prescott Valley. I don't know if that's Rally Sally or not, but that was on his list. Uh, also, uh, she said uh, the late the romantic online relationship began with him. Uh, one complaint goes to say she lost nine hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars to oh, this guy. Man, how'd you like that? He's your, pulling millions. Your mom, moves. yeah. Just got bilked. Oh, man. Yeah, you know, it would be rough, but I would have to go in and say, I'm not really mad at that guy. Kind of mad at my mom. Well, yeah, if you're getting, if you're getting a million yeah, off of my mom, how'd you do that? I mean, that's, I want that. Never knew that was there. Yeah, I, uh, if your mom had money and you're counting on that, there's too many people counting on their parents to die for their success to kick in. Uh, so that doesn't, like, I don't care I, when I'm my mom and dad, I told my dad to spend it all. Right, go, go but, out zeros. I yeah. don't. I don't want his money. That's his money. I'm more upset that it didn't go where they wanted it to go. Like my mom. Yeah, like it she did. Want- She's mailing it in books to somebody. It's exactly where she wanted it to go. But it ended up that wasn't the person. Right. So but it's still what, what she would wanted. Still upset. Right. Eh. It's still on your mom. I'm not happy the guy exists. Yeah. But I'm pretty oh, upset pissed. at my mom for being that. So I'm giving my mom the heat. I'm like, you're going to lose that money, and you deserve to lose that money. But this dude's pulling – he had 20, 20 ladies on a list, and Rally Sally may or may not be one of them. But that's – if he's got you know 225 out of Rally Sally, imagine what he's done with somebody who's got money. That former Ohio State quarterback that built that one lady out of $4 million, and he was doing it to a couple others. Sleaster? Yeah. And he was going – he was gambling, but he kept telling her. And he, Went through his parents, then yeah. he expanded Oh, he, he got a bunch, but this yeah, lady was on ladies. Dr. Phil, and she just kept handing him cash. She's like, well, he was a quarterback for Ohio State, and he had like a – he was a public speaker. He was not. He was a, a drunk gambler running all over with your cash trying to get it back. He was chasing. But I I feel bad it happens, but I don't feel sorry for the person who did it because I'm like, you did this to yourself. Let's regroup. Like I would be there for my mom going, what were you th- – hey, what were you doing? 
and you gave money to someone you never met before? I mean, that's one, no, you don't do that. And second, like, all right, you're out that money now. There's not a whole lot we can do about it. You can sit and cry all you want. we got to start over. I'll help you. I'll be there for you. But there's too many people that are, like, upset that they didn't. Oh, my mom didn't. She died and all that money was supposed to be mine. Well, she can do whatever she wants with her money. That's a spook. But maybe Rally Sally's guy is going to go to jail. But I didn't know there was that kind of money in scamming, like romantic scams. Who keeps? Who is man. falling for this? Tinder Swindler made sense because at least he met him. At least he did Jude meet up with went him. Went face to face and faked the lifestyle. How many he had going was a, a unbelievable. Yeah, well, that's that I could see that I could see being blinded by. Yeah. I get on a private jet and a guy says, "This is my private jet." I'm like, "Wow, you don't just get one of these in he a scam." He showed some action. Yeah. That, that that to me might put me at ease, but I'm still not going to loan that guy. Mom, you get a private jet, sell your private jet before I loan you cash. Are you crazy? No. Maybe at the casino I'll be like, "Here's a couple thousand bucks because I know you're," but I know where you are. You give it back, but. If we're just sitting there, I get a call from, hey, I'm in a, I'm in kind of a jam in Bahrain. Can you send me 25000 No. Done. No. Well, I sell your private jet. I can't do that. Well, uh, then you're, I guess you're SOL. Call someone else. I'm not giving you money. I thought we were friends. It is amazing. So did like, I. Don't you have, couldn't you sell this? Couldn't you? But yeah. never once. Friends don't ask friends for twenty five grand. You know, I need you to take a second mortgage out. <laughs> I need you to whatever it takes. I'll get it back. I'll to fly you. over my private jet and the, the guy get this money. The guy's sending over bank receipts. I've got three hundred thousand in the bank. Well, then what do you need twenty five grand from me for? I can't get to it. Neither can I. It's my arms are too tight into my body to even reach for the ATM or go to the bank. Yeah, so I wouldn't feel but rally, Sally, Cindy, rally, Cindy. I don't know what you are. Uh, back at it. And again, I'm sorry it happened to you, but. Mm. Come on. But they got him. 925 grand. And the only thing I think from reading that is, do I have that skill? Oh, yeah. You think? You think I could do it? I think, yeah. yeah I, think, I think he's right. <laughs> I, think I, just, could, I could bilk it Just from uh, doing proxy texts and corresponding with people. Let yeah. me handle this. Let me. Oh, when, I do, when, when you give yeah. me the phone to when say what should be happening. There, yeah, like, I've done that a couple times. For a couple of people. I've sent some people on some goose chases. You're right. I'm pretty good at that. I've never asked for money, but I've made them drive to stuff that doesn't exist. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, there's that uh, that mechanic and that lady. I almost, yeah. I almost made them a love affair, and they didn't even know it. I think I could do it. I would never use it for evil, though, just for jokes. But, man, it makes it. Because what Brady's saying is I'm really f- charming. <laughs> uh, via text. Once you see me, it's over. Like, ugh, I'm not giving that guy any money unless it's for plastic surgery. So, whatever. Just don't give money to people you don't know. Uh, you know, recognize the fallen and know that your first divorce is the greatest thing that's ever going to happen to you. 100%. I don't know anything about second divorces. If uh, Torp doesn't have a 12th life and Bunny's uh, single, then <laughs> she gets a pen pal. <laughs> Red flag. You think she's going to jump right back in the dating pool after oh, 70 years yeah. of marriage? <laughs> what are they, on year 70 <laughs> together? Yeah. Yeah, that's them. Yeah. Um, she can't wait no, to just. She'll be done. I'm ready, your dad's gone. Uh, I got eight hours to get some new D. Bye. <laughs> Dial tones. We have a landline. What would you do if she wanted to introduce her to her new bug? Or she says, I'm moving to the villages. <laughs> you know, I'm, I met a Nigerian prince, Brady. And uh, you do what you do, sister. Promise me this. If your dad does pass and your mom gets on the D train again, like immediately, like you're predicting, um, and she meets a Nigerian prince, let her let her throw her money away uh, and come back with better stories. Don't – because just be you, Brady. Don't ask any questions. Don't get inquisitive and let her – I think she can the stories do will it be for phenomenal. a minimum cost. I think yeah. she can find that Nigerian prince. I, I, bottom line is I want – Bunny to be on the other end of this thing because the stories would be hilarious. And she'll be fine. You'll, we'll take care of Bunny. She's good. And she has some money to burn through, so it's going to take a little while. But knowing the Bogan lifestyle, I don't think there's too many people that are going to catch books full of ten grand floating through the mail. No. <laughs> how much? She does read a lot. This is awkward. I just like that you think your mom can't wait to get new D. <laughs> that's exactly what you said. With it. Read between the I lines. I didn't mean that's, that. That's what you said. If my dad dies and my mom immediately, why would you have a pen pal? Send dick pics to well at Bibogan. <laughs> yep. Okay. Yeah. Hilarious story. So you keep an eye on that. 
I hope Torp lives forever. But if he doesn't, evidently Brady thinks his mom is just yeah, out there slanging. Yeah, tsunami down south, and she can't wait to throw that onto something new. <laughs> anyway, what do you got on the big board of musical treats today? All right. Well, to make the uh, somber holiday that much better, our boys over there at Action Ride Shop are having a big Memorial Day sale. Sweet. No tax sale. Up to $500 off in-store only on uh, on all the bikes. That's so, huge. Yeah, so if you're... With some of them pricey bikes, absolutely. Up there. Yeah, you get a so. pivot bike, you're you're getting the five hundred. Oh yeah, absolutely. absolutely. That's great. So uh, check them out, actionrideshop.com. They got all their. Stock I might make a road trip. trip. There you go. Oh. Uh, let's see here on the list. We got we got the Toledo songs. Uh, Lady Boy from Till, yeah. uh, Murray Head, One Night in Bangkok. <laughs> uh, He's not there yet. Not Alice in Chains. Rumpstein the Sex a new Machine song Band out. making an appearance oh, on the list. Rocking on the Whoa. river. <laughs> Uh, Never. Prong, Clutch, Enough's Enough for you. There it is. Uh, Pantera, Enterprise Earth. Yeah, Brady's and, been uh, all over against. this new Rammstein song. He's dying to play it. Which nice one is it? What's it called? I know what it translates to, but. Beck. Uh, he got it. See, you got to know the song, Brady. I was looking up. I was, that's what I was doing. Oh. He pulled out a paper. I know the last pages one. to find it. We're never going to. This is going to be a minute. If you want that one. I bet you Brett finds it unknown before Beck you. Tetons. Bectetons. Like it basically means big. Big the, boobs. Yeah. Is it on the latest album? It's on the new one. Oh, Brady was playing it yesterday. It's actually pretty cool. It's in German. You have it? Uh, let's see. There it is. That one? Yeah. What's it called? Bectetons. Dictetons? Yeah. Okay. Dictetons. That's German for something. Uh, pretty lady, I think it's uh, German for. Video's good, too. Yeah, the video's pretty solid. So we'll do a little Rammstein. All right. I don't know why. Brady won't shut up about it. And that screams, you know, freedom and everything else. A pair of Deke Tetons. We'll take her. <laughs> we'll That's something about America I'm proud of. Deke Teton. And Rammstein's going to be in L.A. in uh, four short months, if you can believe it. Yeah, four months from now. It's crazy. We're already halfway through the year, if you can believe it. At the end of this uh, weekend, we're going to be pretty much into month six and 15 days from now. It'll be halfway. We're going to start uh, losing daylight in about 30 days, start going the other direction. So right now, we've got, yeah, we got about 20 more days before it starts getting less oh. and less sunlight. It's amazing how fast this year's going. It's amazing how fast everything's going. Uh, but we'll do a little deep teeton for you uh, to unite us. And uh, nothing screams Memorial Day quite like Germans because <laughs> we <laughs> crushed a ton of krauts. Uh, on our way to being freer than ever. So I like this. It's a twisted way to look at it, but there it is. Uh, it's Rammstein for our entertainment because we whipped their ass once. Uh, it's Deke Teton. It's 98 KUPD. Go get them. Brady didn't play this part of the video, Brett. We might have to scoot you know forward. Just, yeah, just play the damn it kicks song. In. It kicks in. We're not watching a movie on the radio, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> you get a better suggestion. Oh, for God's sake. No, no, it's only a three-minute song. Yeah. Well, this better kick in fast. Brady's an idiot. Play the one good part. Yeah. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.